0: Hello, everyone, and we're live for episode 42 of the Fitness Business Growth Podcast. I'm here with Bo Zorko. How are you, mate?
1: i um, well, thanks, Jamie.
0: Thanks for having me. You're welcome, mate. Now, Bo may have coached more gym owners than anyone else in Australia. So, we're going to cover how Bo got into the fitness industry and how he's transitioned to Evolt 360, the common body composition scanners that you see in gyms all across Australia. Cue the intro.
1: Welcome to the Fitness Business Growth Podcast, a podcast run by gym owners for gym owners. My name is Mitch, and along with Jamie, we are your hosts, and we will be discussing all the important things that you need to run a successful fitness business. From marketing, to lead generation, to sales, to retention, to staff, and much, much more. So if you are a fitness business owner, then this is for you. We hope you enjoy the following episode and we will speak with you soon. Oh,
0: and we're back, mate. How are you?
1: We are. Well, thanks, buddy.
0: Mate, I was speaking to Jason Motley, uh, the big dog, and he said, the "Big dog, to, yeah." He said, "You have <laughs> to talk to Bo Zorko. Bo is a legend, mate." And mate, I spoke to lots and lots of gym owners, and I've never heard a bad word about you, mate. They say that you helped them grow their business from point A to point Z, mate, which is super, super impressive. Uh,
1: very humbling words, Jamie. Um, great to hear that. Uh, yeah, look, great to hear that the big dog's going so well. It's um, it's been a. A pleasure and a privilege to, to have worked with him um, for, for, for a number of years now and obviously very fortunate to call him one of my, one of my very good mates. So yeah, sure. um, great to see yeah, him. Mate, was, Still, yeah. was,
0: he, was he a Brisbane Lions supporter before he met you or after he met you?
1: Good question. So uh, I, I am kind of glad you asked this one. So now Jason and I, funnily enough, got to know each other working through the Queensland Talent Academy. Um, So Jace was one of the head S&C guys and and I was one of the coaches at that point in time. So that's where we got to know each other. Um, Look, he he won't like me saying that he is actually a West Coast supporter first and foremost, but I I think obviously with the success of the Lions and um, obviously – um, you know, uh, our friendship—he's been happy to to move over, for particularly the last few years. Anyway,
0: <laughs> yeah, of course, mate, of course, mate. I, I actually played AFL my whole life growing up. I was a centre half back. I thought I was pretty good. Turns out I wasn't. I, um, but my, my earliest memory of watching AFL, mate, was actually the o two o three Grand Final against Collingwood. I think I had three in a row there. It was a, yeah. it was an amazing series. Jason Akimenis. Michael Voss, mate. My dad was a massive Collingwood fan, and I just wanted to be like Anthony Rocker and kick some goals. But unfortunately, <laughs> I, I was thrown in the back line.
1: I was going to say, you're wrong end, uh, wrong end of the ground for you, mate. <laughs> yeah, know,
0: yeah, well, mate, let's get into your journey, your sure. story. So first things first, mate, I'd love to know, obviously there was a strength conditioning part with the AFL, but how did mm-hmm. you get into the fitness industry to begin with?
1: Yeah, so I was fortunate enough to be part of um, some high-level uh indoor cricket teams um national indoor cricket teams um as a uh, as a youngster and obviously got to enjoy and appreciate what the snc coaches did with us so the programming the periodization um and just their work behind the scenes and obviously the way that they got us prepped up for um whether it was a national carnival or or an international carnival so um my interest in snc and and probably more to the point personal training started there i then worked with a with a coach myself uh, just in my own prep work um before tournaments and and to get my my own physical condition in the best state that i could before those tournaments and yeah i think a, a, a collection of those uh things certainly um you know got me interested in the, the snc slash personal training field and um you know that's where it, that's where it certainly all started so um from there went and did my uh, cert three and four in fitness as, as we all do uh now don't what, quote me on this i think i graduated just, oh what yeah i got my oh, eight, oh, nine.
0: i got my cert three from gosford tape in
1: 2008, 2008. there you go there yes <laughs> uh, but, so so 15 years um realistically now between um then managing and and, and owning my own uh facility so i uh, was very fortunate um to manage the fitness facility at the at the football club that I coached at, so that was yeah. uh, that was great, and we we got to run that for the cool, club,
0: mate. I just um, want to step back, mate. So you yeah. got your cert three, cert four in two thousand eight, and then yep. you managed the fitness facility at your cricket or AFL club. Now, yep. was that a commercial gym or was it a gym for the club? Like, what? How did that work?
1: Yeah, so gym for the club. Um, so obviously, we were, were able to provide a wonderful service for for members and their friends. Um, so. It's um it's been interesting to see the, the evolution in the industry over time because you know back in those days it was uh, personal training was was it. Um that there wasn't really the group fitness revolution, there wasn't the the sort of F forty fives and those type spaces as yet. Yeah. If anything, we were just before the twenty four seven craze. So the jets of the world started to pop up at that point yeah. in time. It's it's um, cra-
0: it's crazy, mate, because I'm thirty three. Yeah.
1: Thirty
0: four. How old are you, mate? Mm-hmm. How old are you, Bo?
1: I'm not 40 yet. I'm 39. I'm 40,
0: 39. And just how far the fitness industry has come since like 2007. I actually think the first yeah. Anytime Fitness was in 2011. And that was at, that was, sorry, that was sorry, 2000, 2007, sorry. And that was at yep. Musclebrook. And that yep. just exploded. And then Jets and then Snap. And then all of a sudden, F45. And we just actually forget that there was typically one 24 hour gym per town and one go to personal trainer.
1: Yep, absolutely. Um, so we we were lucky. I mean, we, we got to ride the wave of the GFC through that time. So it sort of graduated, came out, bang, oh, well, the world's doomed, what do we do? And believe it or not, we actually went the other way. We uh, we had a wonderful growth period there for, for, for 18 months and purely because I feel people wanted, um, you know, wanted to spend some money to, to, to feel better about themselves. And if that meant that they felt better from the inside out and, and then the outside in looked just as good, then, and they were obviously happy to do it. So, um, no, we had a great time, um, had a great time there. And then um, we ended up opening a, a, another location not far from there. And, um, yeah, it was at that point in time that sort of had yeah, been there, done that. What's What's next? Um, mm. During that time, I, I'd worked with, a, with a, another business coach um, who, you know, learned so much from and, and, and work, did some great work together. And I was offered the opportunity to come in and, and, and run or work for that particular business as a coach. So I went through, through those yep. channels um, and started to do with other fitness business owners what, you know, we, we'd sort of done together um so just to back up mate
0: we're going over we're going over so many great details here so you had your own facility at the club and then did you open yep. one on your own or did you open a second yes. one for the
1: club and maybe, no okay. open so, yeah so, let, so let's open, go back to open, that and what what okay. year did you open up your own club 2014 it was yeah and was this was this pt or was it group so by that state it's interesting interesting to touch on this point so the thing that gave us the success at the at the initial uh, studio, the initial space, was the good old seven day uh, seven day free trial. So we essentially built an acquisition system around. Now we used to offer uh, group training and PT, and PT was really the big thing at that stage. That the groups probably not so much if anyone did group it was really in a park at a boot camp or you did a les mills type class in a, in a commercial gym um so we'd sort of followed the okay well, we'll do a little bit indoor a little bit outdoor so our acquisition system at that time funnily enough was seven day trial by the end of the week they would upgrade into their group membership um which was a, a whole lot more affordable than what it is now well even now not not that not the, the rates now aren't necessarily affordable it was a whole lot cheaper put it that way um and then we would have a system where we would then upgrade them into our you know realistically a package that included some pt and group training Um, i'd love to back up
0: my favorite word acquisition the seven day
1: trial acquisition system please
0: tell me about that system in 2014
1: yeah. So essentially, well, we, we'd introduce this earlier. Um, so essentially what we would do, um, obviously Facebook was only just starting. So this, not, not saying that our seven day trial was the first thing on Facebook, but obviously we used Facebook as, as this brand new tool. Um, Are we
0: talking organic or, or ads?
1: All organic. Yep. So Mate. we didn't know, or- we didn't know paid marketing.
0: Yeah. Organic was wild, man. Before 2015, I remember we'd say, "Like, yeah. like, tag, share this post," and it would reach the entire town, like ten,
1: fifteen thousand yep. impressions, just on the yep. organic business page. It's crazy. Yeah, and and the you know the wonderful thing about the tagging feature at that time was obviously all of their friends would see it. Now look, there's different rules and regs and algorithms and all that fun stuff that makes Facebook ads even more difficult than ever at the moment. Um, yeah. But obviously, the beauty of the tag feature was there—you got to all of their networks. So we were essentially building an organic system where you take some, you know, take some social proof, you take a before and after photo, or you take a big group photo. We used to do some incredible events, um, which is great. that fitness business owners can now utilize the power of events again, particularly through their through their boutique studios. Because hey, we, we couldn't mm. for a few years. Few years back, we won't won't talk about the COVID word. Um, <laughs> So yes, yeah, so we really harness the power of those. So, so, no paid ads, all organic, and essentially it was generate the inquiry whether it was through, funnily enough, the good old lead box, or um, through <laughs> yeah, and then all through um, all through social, all through Facebook, through through yeah. tags, shares, yeah. uh, people commenting, yeah. I remember, um, I remember, I remember mate,
0: we we opened up our first location in two thousand and fifteen, and we gave away a lifetime membership. Yep. And we said, like, tag, and share, and literally like a like 1,200 to 1,500 shares, and it reached every yeah. single person in Newcastle overnight. And yep. then it was just the call to action was uh, DM for more information, and every single message was like,
1: can I get a copy of your timetable?
0: Yeah. That was it.
1: Mate, when yeah. life was simpler, it was it. hey? Oh, it, was so, it was so much simpler, wasn't it? Um, but no, we, so we essentially worked that SIS, so whether it was through referrals um, yeah, you know, whether it's to refer, we, and we were very mum and mum and dad based, as you can imagine. I mean, the the, the mm. core of our member base were were involved with the club in some way, shape or form. So we um, you know, we're able to to to, to harness you know that network and their networks and their networks. And it was it can was a, it was. Can I Can I jump in their... there,
0: mate? I uh, it was, with my AFL club, they were using Facebook groups before they were nothing but a lead generation tool, and it was literally just like, hey guys, training is on Tuesday. It's wet weather. Yep. Go to the indoor setup don't bring your boots and we used to post like uh training nights game days events and we actually got my yep. face we used the, the facebook group just like the footy club for our gym and it worked yep. amazing and mate, yep. if you had 100 people in that facebook group 100 people would see it they
1: would they would um when life was simpler i think we've already mentioned that <laughs> yeah. hey? um but it was and and um then yeah as, as i say you know from 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 the you know from the organic inquiry our system was and it was you know realistically the same with everyone it was seven day trial and typically we'd hand out two passes instead of the one because it's always more fun with a friend. Um so two so one became two. They would have unlimited access to the group sessions for seven days. Um and believe it or not our our best sales day was a Saturday. So yeah. Saturday then became they'd finish our big group boot camp of the morning which you know, we used to do some wonderful events and have a load of fun, and, and, and the kids would come along some weeks. Um, that then became, yeah, obviously the upsell into the group membership. And then, as part of the group membership, they received two bonus PT sessions. So they would do the following week, two <laughs> they, PT sessions over I, the week. I,
0: I, I cannot take this smile off my face because uh, fucking hell, life was simple.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was, and then they would.
0: Unbelievable.
1: So- so within the space of fourteen days, they went from zero to twenty nine a week, which yeah. we'll probably unders at that point, but that's okay. They went from zero to twenty they went from zero to twenty-nine to ninety-nine in the space of fourteen days. Um, and they loved it. Absolutely loved it.
0: my claim to fame, mate is we opened a location in Curry Curry, a small, very, very small country town. There yep. was no gym there. There was no group fitness there. It was the perfect storm, the perfect timing. Timing. Yeah, we went. We went from zero to five hundred nine members in about twelve months, and yeah, it was wow. pretty much exactly what you said. It was just like yep. like share tag. We boosted a few posts, and it was like laughable. Yep. You'd boost a post, and the messages would just fly in. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, I, like, I, didn't know, I, did, I didn't even know how it worked.
1: It's crazy. Yeah, it did. Um and as I say, we never got to the point we, we, we would run a boost, but heck, I never set up a paid ad. Um yeah, and the other thing I'm really we were really fortunate of and I was very grateful of at the time, we had some wonderful staff that our members just loved. Um mm. and they've gone on to do some incredible things in the industry in their own right and opens facilities and, and um I think one in particular's gone and yeah, I think he might have been a Mr. Natural World or something like that. He was just he did a brilliant job um Kane, if you if you tune in and watching i know that uh i think you've still got your studio there on on the coast as well so um yeah so that was that was essentially that was our model um and then um yeah for for, for some for some differing reasons we um then moved on from from there the club were doing some some new developments um so then we essentially yeah opened up a, a new location and just replicated um you know replicated that system so um mm. And as I say, um, I was working with, a, working with a mentor at that time. And, and yeah, as, as we opened up, um, yeah, we were obviously able to utilize that system knowing that, yeah, it, it, it just worked.
0: Yeah. So can I touch on that, mate? Because I am the biggest believer in getting a mentor. And I'm talking about a mentor for business. I'm talking about a mentor for different things that you need in your life. Mm-hmm. When you were running the gym on your own and you had your seven-day trial acquisition system, Mm-hmm. When you hired a mentor, who I'm guessing was an expert in marketing expert at systems, expert at sales, what did that take your gym to?
1: Oh, look, we'd we'd paddled, you know, we we so one one thing we didn't do was offer group training, so we were purely because PT was it back. Then. So the the big things back there, <laughs> blast from the past, the big things back there were, were PT, and your clients are your, are your walking billboard. Mm. So it was all about results and that's what was really driven home at that point. It was all about results. It was all about results. It was all about results. Um, it's been wonderful to see that evolve to now being all about client experience and we'll get to that a little bit later. Um, but essentially the, the work with that particular mentor helped us to introduce, uh, introduce and introduce, more so formalize the, the, the group training service that, that obviously people got to enjoy. Um, and then we're able to, to to essentially put a system around it where not only did we have the acquisition um, system that we've just had a, a good laugh about and uh, tripped down memory lane, but it also enabled us to upsell. It enabled us to run our challenges off the back of, it enabled us to to really build off that, off that bread and butter platform. So, so did you get um, to a
0: point mate where PT, it was the classic trading time for money, logisticals, you had more clients, you had more trainers, and then you opted to push to, to the group model. Once the,
1: I guess the F45 craze started. We just found we're missing, missing part of the market. Yeah. Because, um, Obviously, PT you know, was obviously is still to this day a, a higher ticket service. Um, mm. And what we found was that as and we interesting, we sort of doubled in challenges before we then had the the, the the group fitness service. So you'd get people for six weeks or eight weeks. In fact, funnily enough, it was the old. Um, biggest loser 12 week transformation at that stage. So really, that was, <laughs> that was all the craze that the, the biggest loser yeah. was all the craze and then the red team and blue team and that, and, and those sorts yeah. of things. So, man, um, yeah. Going back so, to the good
0: yeah. old days with the Facebook ads made, I don't know if you remember, but you could actually edit the ad once it was approved. Yes. So you could write like 12 week challenge. It would be approved. You could edit the copy 12 week challenge for women yep. in carry carry that want to lose 35 kilos and make a million dollars in 12 weeks and, like you could just go crazy yeah, on the you could copy. Go crazy, it was,
1: Yeah. It was, it was madness. Yeah, yeah it could. So, um, yeah, so we, um, so we, as I say, very, very, so felt we were missing a market, used, used challenges as a starting point to that. And then obviously, then the next issue was, well, hang on, they come for the challenge and then we don't keep them. So, you know, and even, even in um, coaching history, worked with a couple of businesses where all they did was 12 week challenges. So then they got paid four times a year hang on mm. there's a there's an issue here so obviously the the introduction of that particular service that gave us the ability to then you know run challenges at will um it also gave us that little bit of a downsell too that if someone had gotten to a point whether you know financial circumstances personal circumstances you know we're, we're very average you know we're very average Joe's based gym so mm. um you know, kids sports and all of those sorts of things. They still want to do some training and we had a service that we could offer them without losing them altogether. So
0: I I just want to jump in there, mate. And I'm sure you saw this in your time when you were coaching gym owners, having a challenge start date, Does it get you a cheaper cost per lead? Maybe in certain situations. Does it encourage urgency and scarcity? Maybe in certain situations. However, it can also turn people off because what if they can't start at that date? Mm -hmm. What if you plan a challenge start date in four weeks and that challenge bombs and you can't go again for four weeks? Like I love Evergreen offers, mate. My favorite Mm -hmm. headline of all time is literally commencing soon.
1: Mm.
0: And the challenge just starts every Monday.
1: Yeah, and it's actually one of the things that we've seen evolve. Um, you know, it is one of the things we've seen evolve because it, you know for us, um, or, or sorry, what we've seen over time now is that um, you know people are still very conditioned to using a challenge as their starting point. Um, mm. So from a, it's you make a really interesting point. I mean, one of the things we sort of work on now from a coaching front when we work with fitness business owners is. Yes, have that start date, uh, but pr- promoted internally so that because one of the crying shames in businesses, they use the challenge acquisition model, and then someone and then uh, their existing members never do a challenge again in some businesses. Mm. So we have seen that yeah. that case. So um, it's almost a
0: classic case, mate, where they have a challenge that's four weeks out. The challenge is twenty-eight days, so then they enroll people up, but then it's eight weeks until the next person rolls over, mm-hmm. and then yeah. in that eight-week period, they've haven't they haven't took into account churn. And they're just constantly at that
1: plateau every yeah. single eight weeks. Yep. Yep. And it's and, and as you've touched on, it's not a difficult one to tidy up systems-wise. Um, mm. It's just that ability to roll, um, you know, as you've touched on, your, your, your evergreen offer as opposed to these rigid structured dates, which, as I say, can work in different ways than what they obviously once did, though. So, um, mm. yeah, good well, mate.
0: That, that was your experience owning gyms. You then transition into, into business coaching. And we'll get to a vault yep. in a second. But, mate, I would love to talk to you about your business coaching journey. So I'm 12 months in today. So you've got mm-hmm. years and years and years of experience on me. When I first started, I literally thought it was about leads and sales because I am so logical. I'm logistical. Let's get leads. Let's get sales. Let's get yep. clients. But the more I get into it, mate, the more that I realize – we need to break lots and lots of beliefs before we start talking about leads and sales. Mm -hmm. What was your experience like when you first came into business coaching to what you thought it was going to be to what it turned out to be?
1: Mm. I think the evolution of the industry has had a big part to play in that. Or times changing has had a big part to play in that. Um, As I was mentioning earlier, the thing that we, you know, the thing that we, um, you know drummed into into clients early doors was results 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 and it was almost to the point where it didn't matter how you got them just get them results because they're walking billboards and you can take photos and this was obviously the early days of facebook um i don't even think instagram was born yet here it wasn't really released yet here in australia anyway um so it was very results oriented um so yeah then it was very much a matter of yes we did yes we did a little bit of mindset work um with clients not to you know not to the extent of, of 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 what we do today but probably more to the point not to the depth and nor did they at that point in time when we when we very first started doing this did we really have an understanding of why this was so important um so just, just to, time just to has back has up a, bit a lot then. of that so
0: yeah in years gone by it was results focused testimonials post them organic traffic people walk in can i please sign up and mm-hmm. over the years, as competition has increased, as the market has become more sophisticated, there has been a change in the market. In your opinion, Bo, what has that change been and what has the, has the driver been?
1: I credit CrossFit for this one. Um, and again, purely, purely my view, but I do, credit, I, I do credit CrossFit for this one because what they were able to do is harness that sense of community To the point where you know there was a time when CrossFit really hit its heights and peaks. Where we, oh, it's a cult. Um, And for me, it's funny. It's funny when you talk about cults because it's almost like you know the the sense of community in your business has made it when people want to describe. You know, Average Joe wants to describe. What Jen Pop wants to describe it as a cult. Um, Mm. So for me, CrossFit was um, you know CrossFit was was the, the the turning point here around culture community and more to the point client experience and for me now where we used to when we used to drum results 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 now it's the quality of the experience um, you know and there's that uh, I see you know, many so, mate, many I'm going to I'm yep. going to
0: jump in again man because people will, will attribute quality quality of experience to quality of the equipment and we both know mm-hmm. that not to be the case yep. what makes an excellent
1: client experience in your opinion the equipment's only a really small part and the way the, the way the facility presents and the way that it's laid out and, and and the feel and the atmosphere as people walk in. For me, one of the pleasing things now is that it is very much back to good old fashioned service, which you had to do when you were PT because you, you were building these one-on-one relationships all the time. Um, and as I say, it's been nice that it's almost a, a 360 degree to, to the service, that the level and quality of service needed now. So, for me that experience starts i mean Jamie, you've touched on it all the time around um you know how they're first introduced to the business so it's everything from the the quality of that first initial call that they have whether you're a you, you go through a triage process and you triage to then bring them into the facility or whether it's you're selling them over the phone for me that's that's where their experience really starts um And then, you know, I know you love the word acquisition, but for me, obviously, this, you know, again, I'm not the first person to come up with this. We hear great prominent figures in the industry talk about the acquisition side of the coin and the fulfillment side of the coin. So that initial dealing around the sales process, the level of care factor, obviously the way we sell and the way we sell successfully has now changed and it's been great to, you know, obviously um, there's some wonderful coach, you know, sales coaches, but sales people out there now that are like yourself that are having some wonderful success selling in a very different style to what we used to. And then obviously it then comes down to the, the, the fulfillment component to back that up. Um, which can be systemized, which then produces that consistency of client experience around the touch points with coaches, how often we check in, uh, when we ask for referrals, uh, you know, your events calendar, your challenges, um, little things, um, you know, we see loyalty programs, we see rewards programs, we see, um, touch points with trainers. We see at technology now being used, like it's very all encompassing, um, Mm. And as I say, it, it it can you know very much make or break um, the retention of your members.
0: Yeah, absolutely. There's two things you can do: you can get more clients, or make your clients worth more, and that's either by charging more or helping them stay longer. And for me, client experience is everything, and like they are not joining your gym to exercise; they are joining your gym to join a community, and the byproduct is the result. But man, like. Going back to the start of our conversation, we try and run our gyms like a footy club. Yeah. Like I love the footy club atmosphere, mate. You come in two, three times a week. You have fun with your mates on the weekend. You might have breakfast together. You have a monthly event. Like we made our, our event calendar based off our footy club. So we have like a ping pong night. We have a trivia night and it's the same thing. We have a Christmas party and we just try and create an enormous amount of FOMO as in like, if you remember here, not only we get results, but we're going to have a bloody good time.
1: yeah, absolutely, um, and it's nice to see more and more businesses u- utilizing though you know those really powerful um, again because it uh, helps that we can now as well, um, but it's nice to see more and more businesses acknowledging that and then and then obviously putting that into 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 really good practice
0: so one thing I often see mate, and I'm sure you saw it too, is you have the fitness professional. That is an amazing coach. That is an amazing technician can name all 206 bones in the body. Yep. And it's hard for that person to understand that. Hey, like, yes, the results are important. Yes. Anatomy is important, but a massive component is the community is the enjoyment is the relationship. When you were coaching fit pros, how did you help get them over that hump?
1: I think there are, I think there comes a time in the industry for uh, for nearly all. I know there's some that, that as you've described there that just love their training and, and love that 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 component to the industry and and, and they will forever in a day and, and they'll be um you know brilliant coaches in their own right. I know I personally got to a time where I got a little bit bored. Um <laughs> training clients, same thing. Um, and yes, you love to help them. I remember in my in my first twelve months as a trainer, and I would I would have a competition, you know, with with myself, um, as to how many sessions I could fit in in a day. Right, you get you know half hour sessions, you you pack them up, so 15, 16, 17. and if someone cancelled, you used to get the shits because your you, your record was off the table. Well, twelve months later, and I'd work public holidays, and you know you almost work around the clock. 12 months later, yeah. when someone cancelled, I was high-fiving so I could duck up to the coffee shop and have a coffee. It was, <laughs> it was such, a no. yeah. <laughs> such a turn of events, such yeah. a turn of events. And then obviously that progressively deteriorated over, over time. So, um, and again, you'll you, you hear other business mentors and, and prominent people in the industry talk about this. There, there's a transition phase of wanting to be a kick-ass trainer to so then wanting to have a kick-ass business. And there mm. is a switch that you flick that you then start to look at this you know, as as an operation, as more than just coming in and, and, and training clients on a daily basis. Um,
0: so for Mitch and I, mate, just... we started when we were like 25 mm-hmm. and we had the discussion at the age of 26 of like, can we be running these sessions when we're 50? Mm-hmm. Like if I'm a 55-year-old man and I'm training an 18-year-old girl, is that weird? Like will she feel comfortable? Like do I have kids? Do I have family? Am I a grandfather? And I think those thoughts are terrifying to think that, hey, if you get into this industry and you love training and you want to be with people one-on-one, can you see yourself doing it in your late 50s? And if you can't, Mm. then as Bo said, at some point you need to transition from an excellent coach to being an excellent business owner.
1: And it is is a big dynamic shift um, because very quickly – your attention turns from you know servicing, <clears throat> which by the way is the is the easiest thing to delegate in your business. I feel, um, you know, so long as everything is systemized, of course, and we might talk about that later as well. But obviously, then then having some energetic, enthusiastic, you know, new people to the industry who, yeah, that's that you know that's how my journey started. Great. Well, that's how let's get them started on their journey. Um, and then yeah, the, the focus changed too. Okay, well let's have a little bit more balance because there was no balance at that time, you know, up at, up at silly o'clock and go to bed mm. and, then do it all again, five, six times a week.
0: You um, said something really important. Year one as a PT, you were trying to break your daily session record. Year mm-hmm. two, you were dying for a break to have a coffee and you had that first year enthusiasm and maybe it lasts to year two or year three, but if you can bring great coaches into your business and, they had the systems to fulfill. You have that first year energy every session, every year in your fitness business.
1: Correct. The other thing that I feel is really important to that point, we talk about the overall client experience. It also gives, with having multiple coaches within a business, it gives multiple relationships to, 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 to be um, to be nurtured and, and to, to foster. So where it might've been, you know, one coach doing everything, you've now got two or three. So there's multiple, so if someone, wanted to to leave was well, really easy it's only one you know one broken heart a lot di- lot more difficult to break two three four people so particularly when you've got a relationship with each of them and again yeah, from an experience standpoint when you have that that circle of friends within you know every training session so um you know sort of more to that experience point and and um and the importance of that and and how you're currently building and and producing that within your within your business so yeah man that's um, so cool yeah so um yeah, the, the, the switch was flicked. Um, and then it was, yeah, that's obviously the, the the hiring of the mentor and just, just you know, slowly but surely taking those those steps away. So not training people. And it was as simple as moving from, okay, well, I'm only going to train people in these hours of, of the week so that my afternoons could open up for selling. Mm. Then it became, okay, I'm going to minimise how many mornings a week I'll work. And then it obviously got to the point where, I kept a handful, but realistically, it was it was in times of the day that I wasn't going to sell. But I loved being up at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that was that was the focus. Okay, and because of our system that we touched on before, from seven day trial to group training client to, to personal training um, client, with you know, however much access to the groups you wanted at that price point, I, I had coaches, I had trainers that, that needed work. So then it was a matter of, okay, well, I'll be responsible for that. And that's obviously where the, where the switch had been flicked around dispersing clients, delegating work to the coaches and taking more of that sales and marketing role, um, which I know so many yeah, of podcasts are doing currently.
0: Yeah, of course, of course. Well, mate, I want to transition to the main reason I got you on the podcast. And I like to have a very, very non biased view of mm-hmm. why would I get a scanner why would I have supplements in my gym? Why would I do X, Y, Z? So, mate, you've mm-hmm. just started working with Vault 360. For people that don't know, yeah. they are the scanners that are in the majority of gyms and the majority of supplement stores. I do find it's getting more and more common to have them in the actual gym itself as opposed to sending them down to ASN where they yep. get sold a thousand tubs of protein powder and shitty pre-workout. So, mate, tell <laughs> me what Vault. It's true, man. I, I, I don't uh, have clients go to a supplement shop and they get ripped in there, and I'm like, "Why am I sending you people? Like, you, you, like, we, we don't share the same values, yeah, right?" And you pay to acquire the client, and then give them to. Man, I'm going a bit of a rant now. <laughs> and you give them to exactly. them, like, So, yeah. <laughs> well, mate, tell me how you transition into a Vault 360, and I would love to hear some success stories of you placing these scanners in gyms and, and what type of turnaround that has done for them.
1: Yeah, sure. So, um, we obviously, so we have the. Uh, you probably notice uh, notice a lot of our systems in the body fits at the moment. Um, we have the mandate to uh, a lot of the any times uh, around the world, or very soon to be yeah, global. Um, so my my transition uh, my transition occurred um, yeah, six seven weeks ago now. Um, and the thing that's been really refreshing is I've been able to inter- I've been able to continue business coaching and something that I love doing um, with more than just a piece of equipment and i think that's where I, I love starting when i talk about the system because it is a system um and if you work the system it will it will absolutely work for you so yes can appreciate it. it's it's obviously you know bioimpedance technology and and you will have seen them obviously in the in, in various gyms or people that come to you to, to, to scan your challenge clients um, so they take forty, take over forty data points within the scan. So we look at things like body fat percentage, we look at visceral fat, we look at lean muscle mass, we look at hydration levels, mineral levels. We also take bioage, which is something uh, which is interesting. There's a little evolution now. Obviously, um, more and more, we're now hearing the health and wellness industry as opposed to the health and fitness industry. Um, mm. Bioage is something that people are now starting, you know, and the anti, whole ag- anti-aging concept is something that people are now starting to take a lot more seriously. So we obviously measure for that um and we also have our, our very own bio wellness index score because we we know how flawed bmi is you know height versus weight of course. Um, mate, i am morbidly obese uh, mate, I, i'm overweight and i think there's more meat on a cornflake at the moment um <laughs> that said so we take those those standard data points which a lot of them take um we then do a segmental analysis so the beauty of the, segment, uh, the, the segmental analysis is that if you're rehabbing a client, if you've had a client just finish some, sur- or just uh, undergo some surgery, what you're going to be able to see is the is the muscle imbalance, whether it's from left side to right side, um, you know, left arm, right arm, left leg, right leg, um, and a little torso cross section as well. So it's really good. We're actually seeing, um, believe it or not, NFL scouts are now using this technology because if there's a, a player that's coming through the grades, that's had a couple of knee reconstructions, they can pick it through the muscle imbalances, which is really yeah, fascinating. Man, I
0: actually had a scan. Um, it wasn't a vault at a physiotherapy clinic. First time ever. I had a right yep. ACL
1: um, surgery and my right quad is puny. And that scan mm. highlighted it very clearly. It highlights it. So, Um, again for the physios eps um obviously working working on more of a rehab based um all those um, working with the more experienced in life i don't like calling people old um Mm. they just have more experience so i mean again wonderful wonderful value add there and then the big one for us is the nutrition and supplement recommendations so when your clients first step on um ana vaults our process now is to have them download the app. So if you haven't downloaded the eVolt Active app, this is something you can absolutely do um, as a business owner because it will give you, again, a client experience. So to, to, to tie this all in, you know, this is now fast becoming part of the experience that the business owners are, are affording their clients. So the beauty of downloading the app is the fact that they get to complete a lifestyle questionnaire. So we look at, yes, the general things like age and 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 height and um you know, name, email, all those sorts, all the general things. But then we, we get them to complete a lifestyle questionnaire, which will include their body type, their current activity level. And um, yes, their current activity level and their goal, of course. So fat loss, muscle gain and, and optimal health. Um, and then from there, what is then calculated as part of our scanning results are the nutritional recommendations so daily calories broken into proteins, carbs, fats, and accompanying supplement recommendations. So can I jump in there, mate? No, we don't. So this machine gives you, rec- sorry, can I jump in, in there, these? mate? But yep.
0: Well, I think we cut out there, mate. We're back. So you mentioned that it gives sure. you a nutrition, like calorie macro breakdown. How is that possible without being like, Correct. obviously the age old, like trainer, not a dietitian. This is what I eat. Like, how do you, how does that work?
1: Okay, so this science has all been provided by our accredited dietitians that are obviously all university qualified. Okay. So what essentially it does is, um, so within, within the system itself, obviously there's a calculation that has been set up by them to, uh, that takes into account where they're at, where, what their goal is, body type, uh, and the lifestyle questionnaire, so the, the activity level as well, and the type of training that they do. And then it will obviously spit out the nutritional recommendations So daily calories and then proteins, carbs, fat. So all of that's been prepared by our qualified dietitians. So um, no Mm. need to worry if you're a trainer because all that liability is on us. And obviously we've been able to get this checked off because these systems are actually TGA and NDA approved. So they are. Fire out. That's correct.
0: So the idea would be is that. Can you hear me, Bo?
1: Yeah, yeah, loud and clear.
0: Yep. So the idea would be is that like, hey, I'm a personal trainer in a gym use the Evolt scanner, and it will literally write them a nutrition plan from scratch that is accredited and approved by a dietitian. And you can literally say like, hey, you can follow this A to Z to get the
1: result if your goal is to lose X, Y, Z. So if you follow these, if you follow these, this daily macro count, yes, absolutely. Man, I, I, didn't, course, I didn't know that. Yeah. And of course, the beauty of the supplements, not just from a revenue standpoint, but of course, the 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 theory around the supplements is that we, we understand how hard it is for people in particular protein and our female clients with protein to hit those daily macros. So this gives them the opportunity to to supplement or fill in the gaps that they may not get from their daily nutrition.
0: So on the, on the scanner, it would say, Hey, Mm -hmm. you need to get 150 grams of protein. And then it would, it would spit out the five meals for example. And they would say, Hey, like I don't think I'm going to be, to have steak for steak for morning tea. And the trainer say, okay, well, as you can see, thirty grams of protein, you might have a protein shake there. Is, is that kind of okay. the flow of Good how that question.
1: works? Good question. So at this stage, the the macros will get will get uh, produced. We are working to that next stage. So th- again, and this is where Avolta Fast becoming a, more of a you know a, so- a software company or a, and a tech development company from that standpoint. So very soon we'll have meal plans that can be utilized. That will accompany those, um, you know, those the daily calorie ranges and macros. So, um, in the interim, though, those guidelines can be used, and if you have a relationship with a dietitian or a nutritionist or someone along those lines, or if your clients are using a, a nutrition tracking app, they'll be able to see what they're doing currently and how close that measures up with those with those macros that we've um, we've recommended for them.
0: so it's just yeah so like it's funny mate because i've been in the industry and you think you know it all and you learn every single day in regards to just how amazing the technology is Mm -hmm. now mate other technology obviously aura rings and and woot rings is there an integration
1: between like an apple watch and aura ring a woot band and the avolt scanner that's a good question um so we've just actually we we've just I know Trainerize is obviously one of the programming softwares that, that trainers love to use. So I know we've just completed a really successful integration with Trainerize. Um, so that feature is obviously imminently or imminent to for, from a launch standpoint. Um, it's something that our tech team absolutely enjoys looking looking at. Is, is, is the integration of that. Um, I know that there's a couple of uh, a couple of our our corporate clients at the moment where we're starting to obviously key into their apps um, and be able to integrate with them. So um, the beauty of that is that obviously from a from a fitness business owner standpoint, if is that if there's key information that you're after for a client's profile, we have the ability to drag it across so that from a, again client experience standpoint you have the, the, the client has the ability to see. okay, well, this is how much quality sleep I had. And this is, this is what I have to do today. And um, you know, this is where I'm at currently. So yes, I'm on track. So yes, we have the ability to pull some of that data um, per some of our fitness business owner requests. Yeah. So from my point of view, mate, and you may flat out disagree with me and that's
0: okay. When I'm selling gym memberships, i.e. 28 yeah. days, six week, eight week, 12 week challenges, My pitch is very simple in regards to, it has to be effective, it has to be enjoyable, and we have to give you a ton of support. We work with the gyms that have scanners and I say, hey, like I don't want to talk about it in the pitch. Like It won't help me close more sales. It won't help with the marketing, putting in the ads. What is your advice to someone like myself? Do you think it would add value to the ad? Do you think it would? help with the phone call or do you think it's more something that happens when they're in the gym? Because from my point of view is like, we just don't want to overwhelm them with, hey, you have to have a scan, you have Mm
1: -hmm. to get a whip band, you have to sleep more. Like what's your, what are your thoughts around that, mate? Of course. Um, And it's a really great question. The thing I, the, the thing I would come back to here is the strength of the salesperson. Jamie, I know you can sell. I've heard you sell, and and I know very much. Um, I I know you have a a wonderful ability there, and and even our great mate Big Dog, he's uh, you know, he's no different. I feel that for those that want the additional sales tool, or, or want this as a sales tool, to use it as a sales tool, and mm. to really help you create the gap.
0: Because mate, that's why I love talking to people like you, because I've never actually thought about it like that maybe i don't need discounts maybe i don't need to value add but if people can it will help them close more deals that, that's 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 great i like that
1: yeah and i think you know in its in its simple in its simple form if this is something that again adds to that experience as they first join uh, as to first join you first walk into your facility your club your gym whatever it may be if it then gives you the ability to have that information in front of you in black and white and then, obviously, have again sales process by rights wouldn't change too much from what you're from what you're um, you know working now from a scripting standpoint, but it will give you the ability to really widen that gap because you're going to have a really clear representation as to to where they're at, and obviously an understanding of where they want to go. And then, of course, from a sales process standpoint, why it's important, build your consequence questions in, and obviously get you know we we mm. go down that that pr- and it is a process. And I love that you know, from a sales standpoint now, the old used car salesman, if you, you know, the, it, we are so much more process driven in this in this area in the industry. And it's something yeah. that I feel is certainly helping more trainers in particular, but more business owners improve their, their sales process because we're fast understanding that this is a skill set that you can acquire. And the more reps, you know, no different to building your body, no different to kicking a footy, the more reps that you do, the better you get. Um, so knowing that, a lot of our listeners would would sell in person, um, and of course, yeah, would would need some assistance for, from that standpoint to 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 build that gap. Certainly, something yeah. that, that could help them. The other thing that will when do... people talk
0: about doing the old gym tour, I'm like, I haven't done that for like eight years. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even. Know. <laughs> I remember used to in the fitness first. You'd walk around. Yep. There's the scanner. There's the PT board. There's my qualifications. It's just. I guess it's yep. a more it's a more logical, more prescriptive way of selling, which would mm-hmm. overcome a lot of sales deficiencies when you're constantly building value. Hey, this scan is valued at X amount,
1: our challenge is X amount, you'd be stupid not to sign up. The other thing it will do, because you've because you've now got a really clear understanding as the as the expert as to how mm. big the gap is, it might give you an ability to upsell based off where they're at and, and what they want to achieve, whether it's adding personal training in, whether it's adding additional coaching and accountability. And so there, there's that component. The other thing, of course, if the scan's in front of you, it's not, um, you know, would you like to buy SUPs? It's, you know, what, what flavour protein would you like? Um, because that now becomes part and parcel of that process. So, um, yeah, look, as, as I say, can appreciate for those that have got some incredible sales skills, you probably won't need it. But for those of you that are triaging, bringing people for in-person appointments and want to create more Mm. of that experience and have something that backs up your recommendations, then it may be something that you can certainly use.
0: Where I think the scan's a great bow, whether you include it in the first sales process or the triage Mm -hmm. call or the in-club sales consultation, it should absolutely be somewhere in your onboarding. Because imagine if you can charge $99 for the scan and it costs you $100 to acquire the client and then putting my own needs first you can outsource your marketing to a you can outsource your sales and marketing to agencies and then still finance your ads by utilizing the scanners or supplements or upselling in
1: that first onboarding period absolutely and it's nice that we sort of move from acquisition to fulfillment now because absolutely that's something that 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 a lot of our uh, really successful clients do is have that and again, we come back to experience. So they have that onboarding you know session that if the if the sales have been done elsewhere, it's one of the first things they do. And we really look to sit down and map out that roadmap and, and really set them up for success. The good thing though, in terms of working the system, one scan's not going to get anyone anywhere because they want comparative data, right? So then it becomes built into what you do, whether it's 28 days, six weeks, eight weeks, at whatever frequency it may be. then becomes part of the fulfillment
0: do do you do you recommend like when you when a client buys a scanner a few do you give Mm -hmm. them like you mentioned that you're doing a bit of business coaching also obviously there's an education piece around when you should use it is Mm -hmm. there a frequency that you recommend and is there an rrp for that scan do you recommend like having a one-off fee do you recommend having a scan pack or do you reckon having it like a add-on to their
1: direct debit Good question we've seen all work and I think that's the that's the, the short answer to it we've seen all of those options work. We see with higher ticket that it's built in we see with group it's built into the, the challenge registration fee and then with access gyms we see it as a as a cost per scan that um, then some businesses offer a bulk uh, like a, a scanning package so we've seen them we've seen them all work um, in terms of average range, we really leave that up to the business owner, but we see the average range anywhere between 25 and $45 a scan now. So that sweet spot 30 to 35 is really, is, is really what we, what we see. Um, And from a, you know, and the, the thing to be mindful of with a system like this, it is an accountability and retention tool. So, as I say, it accompanies however frequently you would update someone's program. That you would mm. bring them in for a progress check. Um, you know, I know some people like twenty-eight days. I know some people like forty-two. So, well, yeah, one month. Yeah, or six what I like weeks. about the
0: scans, mate, is if you are an amazing technician and you're an amazing coach, and maybe you're not the best at sales. If you have a scan every six weeks, you can almost have that high point at that scan. If you are world class at getting results. And the scan does your talking. There's no need to resell them. It's also a great no. idea to ask for
1: referrals if Sally's just lost 10 kilos. That's about to be my next point. So now all of a sudden what you start to see is your referral system kick in. So, you know, who would you love to share your experience with? Knowing that that person that gets referred is going to enjoy the exact same experience as the client sitting in front of you. is um, obviously, um, you know, has has experienced themselves. So it does become mm. a wonderful referral tool from that standpoint. Um they're also portable. So the other thing, obviously, that I would touch on is that, yes, we see them in gyms, and yes, we see them in as a, as a permanent fixture. These are also great ways for acquisition as well. So whether it's some corporate outreach, whether it's, you know, we see them in supplement stores, there's some wonderful yeah. ways to, to continue the to first grow first thing that
0: popped into my them. mind would be footy club preseason. There's 66 guys there.
1: Well, and, and AFL is only one sport there's a range of sports that are kicking pre-seasons off at that time of year. Um, yeah, man. So... And,
0: and I think about the footy club, I think of just like making fast fast revenue. If mm-hmm. the captain of the footy team pays 10 bucks for a scan, the other exactly. 22 are going to follow behind.
1: Oh, and you've probably got 50 or 60 that have shown up for training. So yeah, multiply your 10 by that figure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course. Exactly. Well, mate, like, what is the biggest success story you've seen from a gym owner having a scanner in terms of revenue created off the scanner, what what mm-hmm. would that, what does that ballpark look like?
1: Oh, there's a lot. There's a number of them. Um, the most, the one that, the one that comes to mind first though, is a, is an owner who was at the brink of closure. Um, who was who was absolutely struggling to keep the doors open? He bought uh, he bought it through one of our finance options that we that we have. So we sat down and strategized and calculated exactly what he would need on a monthly basis and gave some strategy around um, a challenge because the, our system comes with a with a built in challenge feature through the the software that we provide. So that was all automated. So we had people um, obviously signing into that. Um, he then had one of his trainers go out and run some mobile as well. So obviously the the machine was working for him. Um, he turned his business from, from literally about to close the doors to a quarter of a million dollars within the space. Of 12 right. months.
0: So yeah. I guess going back to the scanner in, in regards to acquisition outside of the gym – Mm -hmm. everyone's been offered a free seven day trial before they don't want it. Bo was offering them 10 years ago. However, can I, (laughs) can I come to your your footy club and offer you a scan for every single player at 80% off? And then we can scan them again at the end of the preseason. Oh, and by the way, like if you guys have any wet weather, wet weather nights, feel free to come into the gym and I can put you through a session, man. I, I really, really like that.
1: Love that. Simple. Um, and from a you know from a community standpoint, the next thing would be your players going home. Hey, I, I, I had this done tonight. It was actually really cool, and I've got the results here on my app because the, the app will actually graph their progress for them. So they'll mm. see their muscle mass going up. They'll see that the, the visual representation of lean muscle mass and visceral fat and and everything going the the, the way that it that it really should. Um, so there's then obviously the networks that you that, that you're then going to have access to with something you know that that is very very simple. Well, man, you've sold me. You really, really have. And I think, the scanner,
0: I think the scanners would be an amazing opportunity to help less skilled people get more sales across the line in person. I think it would help your onboarding experience. It would help your retention. It would help your referrals. Obviously, the scanner isn't for everyone, but for a lot of people it would be. But man, it never actually crossed my mind of how to use it for a physical lead magnet mm-hmm. outside of the gym. And I think as technology becomes more, how can I say this, more accepted with Whoop, Apple, um, uh, Garments, I think this is the next evolution in that. Get some AR glasses, mate, soon so you can actually see your body back. (laughs) Mate, we've run Uh, run late. We've run late. But, man, I finished this podcast the same way. Mate, what's one question that I should have asked you that I didn't ask you?
1: Oh, oh giveaway! Would be who my brother is. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, so mate Bo's brother is actually Dane Zorko
0: if anyone's playing along at home. Which is the captain of the Brisbane Lions that oh man when they kicked that left foot snap in the goal in the last 3 that minutes. That remind me. That was it. Um,
1: look uh, f- father of the year moment. It took me so once the final so my little fella is obsessed. Lo- loves his A af- loves his Lions. It took me a six-nugget happy meal, a chocolate thick shake, and the promise of arcade games that I play the next day to calm him down. He was in hysterics. Um, yeah, mate, my business partner. This is breaking news, by the way, worldwide. He actually had a
0: baby yesterday. Um, oh, so, man! Like he's father. I'm I so proud of him having the baby, and it's something that I'm really looking forward to, mate. I'm getting married in 14 days, and then it's baby oh, time. All the best. Yes. So, no, mate, I. have got one question. I got one more question for you, man. How do you? have a successful career
1: mm-hmm. and be the father of the year? No, I wouldn't say father of the year. Um, <laughs> um, I don't like, I read something, I read something, I, I, so through owning the studios and coaching and footy coaching and, and everything, I, I read a piece about work-life balance. Um, and what I read about work-life balance was that it's not balance, it's integration. And I think that's, that's the one thing Um. Actually, if you would ask, if you should have asked me questions, probably, how do you make all this work? And I, and my answer would be integration. Um, I, I love what I do. I love the people that I work with. Obviously, yeah, love my family dearly. So it's it's a matter of, it's a matter of integration. You know, getting up and going to work that doesn't feel like work to me. Um, you know, being a dad is you know, just comes so natural, and and uh, you know, in, in, enjoy every second of that. So when when your mm. time comes, I dare say you'll give some very similar feedback because it does certainly change you. Um, yeah. For me, that's beautiful, if, man. If, so inter- integrating,
0: I've had, this, I've had an irrational fear that you can only love one thing and I love my gyms. I love fitness business consulting and I thought if I have a child, do I love it less? But integration is the key word there where it's mm-hmm. not one or the other. It's not if, then it is both is possible if you integrate them correctly.
1: Yeah. It's integration and integration and teamwork. Um, you know, th- th- love seeing everyone win. So whether it's yeah. partner, children, whatever it may. I mean, it's it's you know it's 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 energy boosting to see. You know, re- re- you really derive energy off off seeing people win as well, and and particularly those close to you. So um, yeah, you know that that, accompanies, that that accompanies the integration really nicely too. Well, mate. If people want to
0: get in touch with you, uh, there's going to be comments on my Facebook profile. There's going to be links in the show notes to get in contact with Bo and to look at getting an evolt scanner. As I mentioned, transparently before I had Bo on, I've never had them in my gyms, but the idea of using them for like a lead magnets just never actually occurred to me out in the public. And I think it's a really, really great way. I think, I think it's a great, I think it's a phenomenal idea.
1: Yeah. And, and that's the thing sort of as a, as a passing note, um, they're not just a piece of, very hard to they're not just a piece of equipment it's very hard to monetize a treadmill it's very hard to monetize a rower um, this is a system and because we have accompanying software to the hardware um, which if we had another another two hours I could go through with you and show you the dashboard and all those sorts of things where you get an accumulation to market your business with that data. Um, mm. You know you're very, you very very quickly understand that that again like all good business it is system and this is a system that can certainly work for, for your fitness business.
0: Yeah, well, Bo, I thank you so much for your time. Thanks for coming on. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Have a lovely, lovely, lovely day.
1: My pleasure. All the best.